Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. You know I'm right. Episode 100. Nick Durst here with Joe Calabrese. Joe, I'm very excited about our guests. These are my guys. I really don't want to even watch you talk, but I'll let you say something real quick here. Yeah, I'm not going to be doing a whole lot of talking this episode. Uh, but first off, I want to say congratulations. Uh, this was your baby, and you wanted me involved with it. And uh, I think we've come a long way. I think we've had a lot of tremendous guests. Uh, but without further ado, I'm going to let you lead in your guys here. Yes. Uh, we got the three disowned musketeers, and I'm just <laughs> going to be sitting back here, and I'm going to let you guys do all the talking again. Hopefully, yeah. you not have to chime in as much. So our two guests today, you cannot catch them Monday through Friday during the LB season from 7 p.m. till 10 p.m. They are not be doing change-up off the zone. But we have the Verk horse back with us, who was on the first episode. Adnan Verk, you know him from the Cinephile and GM Shuffle Pods. He does Yahoo Sports Canada with his guy from the Steelers, MLB Network, NHL Network, and whatever else he could do. He's doing radio hits left and right all day, so we're glad that he's Take us some time for us here today. And then we have Rags, Scott Rogowski. You might have known him from Perfunk, which was one of his great uh, drinks things there. He, he's a good buddy with Regis because the crowd goes wild when Scott's there. You may have seen his work in Playboy. Would <laughs> you fall for that at ABC? HQ trivia, of course, The Onion. And you may have seen his ISO late night with many technical difficulties. So to tribute to that, he might be trying to freeze on us during this episode. Guys, welcome to the show, episode 100. Thanks for joining me. And Joe. Of course, Fred, what, what an introduction, first off. Good to be with both you and Joe. Love the podcast. Love the frequent mentions I get when I'm not even involved, whether it's with Mariotti uh, or Michelle Margot. So congrats to you guys. Seriously, 100 episodes is remarkable in this damn world. Uh, I don't know who the hell is listening, but whoever is listening, congrats to you, support to you. A century is a milestone. Rags was in Playboy. I thought it was in Playgirl. Scott, I didn't know this. Playboy, the 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 website. Let's put it that way. The YouTube channel. The, I just, the I just for work. The articles, yeah. It was safe, safe for work, Playboy. <laughs> yeah, the, the only thing that's missing right now is a little Giannis. Yes. Yes. We, we need to get that. Uh, where's we, that chicken parm sauce? We're looking for sponsors. So, and Joe's a big fan of chicken parm with the vodka sauce. Joe's the only guy in Secaucus these oh. days, but. Uh, you know, yeah. you guys, you guys had great chemistry. Always at the Say Hey Cafe together, share it in office. But we got to address first Joe Lucia, this awful oh, writer for Awful Announcing. Once said, "I feel like the seeds of chemistry are budding between him and Verk, him as Scott Rogowski, but still haven't bloomed yet." While Gardner and Luffman are firing on all cylinders. <laughs> but I know Scott, you were very upset when you saw that review. But uh, where Lucia obviously had no idea what was going on in that studio. The bloom is off the rose. I guess we never, we never, we never quite. We didn't have enough miracle grow, not enough nitrogen in the soil there. What do you think, Fred? Fred I will quibble. First off, Scott couldn't care less. He he laughed about that. Everybody else was more upset on Scott's behalf. 
I remember getting text messages like, hey, have you talked to Scott? Is he okay? I'm like, are you kidding? He's a comedian. Rags couldn't care less. You want to come at him? He deals with hecklers for a living. I go, this is like, you know, oxygen for him. He's going to just, if Joe loses, fire him up even more. He literally could not have cared less. I just love that you were killing Lucius' uh, Twitter picture. Him with like, like <laughs> Lamar Jackson jersey with wings out. Unbelievable. Just, just like, a joke. It, it's 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 awful announcing. That's what it's called, right? I mean, uh, okay. it, you know, awful blogging, awful announcing. <laughs> right. That, that's that's what I we, we should create an awful blogging website. Maybe, that, maybe that's <laughs> the only way to, to get back. You can write awful, about him. Awful. I mean, that's great. So Scott, I saw you had your two-year anniversary of joining the zone on LinkedIn the other day. Are you surprised that changeup actually lasted longer than Quibi? <laughs> Is that technically true? Uh, I guess it, it might be. I mean, Jeffrey Katzenberg, we beat him. Look, I kept making the point with the design paying $300 million. All right. Should have signed Bryce Harper. For three years. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about it a little more like we could have pretty much fielded our own team. <laughs> we, we, we could have built an expansion team, you know, uh, and, and, and try to compete. Like, did you see that documentary about those Portland, the Portland baseball team back in the seventies? That was on Netflix. And did you see this one? I haven't seen it. No, tell it me was like it. A, it was like a semi-pro weird. Did you see it, Nick? I didn't say it. I forget what it's called, but it's about this, this like businessman in the seventies in Portland, Oregon, created like this semi-pro team. It was almost like a bad news bears kind of thing. We could have done. We could. We really could have signed. You know, Matt Wieters, uh, <laughs> Brian Mattis. We probably could have done the whole 2010 Orioles team for, for 300 million easily. Brian Roberts. Brian Roberts. <laughs> Scott. Miguel Tejada at 47. Yeah. yeah that's what I, I was going to say, if we just sign our guys, like I'm like, hey, Rex, I want to sign Todd Stottlemyre. Like, go ahead, go for it. Like, I'm going to get uh, Rowdy Andy Chavez. Sure. Rowdy no problem. Tellez would have came yeah. over. I mean, <laughs> Scott, speaking of the Orioles, if, if Chris Davis gets off to a slow start this year, should the Orioles put him in a team store and make him work for a thousand fans? <laughs> We're not doing that. No, no, no we're not doing that. We're not no, doing we're not doing that. that. And you were in a front row seat for that when, when, oh. uh, when Billy Rip, who has a great baseball card, which I'm sure Scott has, has flipped these days, uh, <laughs> he, he, he just totally shut down Rogowski. And then Scott tries to truce with, with a matzah. He's like, I don't like matzah. And then the cutoff man, he's gone. Well, what do you, I mean, that became a running segment, but what do you remember about that great time in, in MLB network history at a, at a high point for the zone? We're not doing that. Break a piece of that? No, no, no he's not going to. No, well, we're not. We're not, we're not no, doing no, that. No, 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 we're not doing that. All right. We're not Breakfast of champions. Woo. On that note, thank you, Bill. Appreciate Come it. Off, man. You'll see Bill. He's him. out. You'll see him MLB tonight. Well, as you know, Fred, I mean, I embrace imperfection. So anytime that anyone's being humiliated, even myself, I, I think it's high comedy. And Rags is the same way. And so Scott, naturally, is a comedian. He's funny. He, he, the whole purpose of the show was to be irreverent. So the purpose of the show was not to ask Bill, well, how can Chris Davis, you know, alter his swing? The point was, let's make jokes have fun. And so Scott, with tongue firmly in cheek, said, you know, what do you think? They got to get some high for him. What about putting him in the team store? And immediately Bill was aghast by this suggestion that you would just be punishing a major league baseball player who is trying valiantly to hit. Because, no, no, we're not doing that. Oh. And just move some jerseys. Let's move some units, Chris. Scott said, we've got to get some value out of this year. Like, at least if he's available, that sell jersey. You know what? I normally wouldn't buy a jersey, but if Chris Davis is selling them, maybe give an autograph. Okay, fine. There's another 50 bucks. That's good. And Bill just went completely, she goes, no, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. And thankfully, we switched into a different topic. But Anthony Jimenez, who's one of the great creative forces we ever worked with, said, we'll make this a segment. Anytime there was something which raised the ire or displeasure of someone, we would pull that clip 
They zoomed in on Scott's forlorn face like a child being not an autograph, black and white, a little bit of music. It became a great segment. No, no. And that's how Adnan earned his, and that's how Adnan and Scott earned their nicknames of the baseball bullies. <laughs> this is becoming you're the walter isaacson of of change like you're, you're gonna be our official biographer now i'm not i'm not i'm not an mlb insider but i'm an mlb network insider apparently oh absolutely <laughs> the, a, you have a lasting legacy because they never used to use that studio room back there until they started using that room for the show right and now that they they actually use that that room uh since the pandemic started uh, network has used that room uh, sparingly. Obviously, things are starting to change now that things are starting to open up and, and more people are starting no, to but you, to the office. You're totally right, Joe. Hot Stove is in Studio K. Uh, whenever yeah. I fill in on intentional talk in Studio K, every time I go in there and I have it, I sit in, in the chair where I normally was with rags. And they go, no, you're in the other chair. I go, no, that's Scott's chair. They go, well, you know, today, Monica, okay, fine. And a deference to Scott, I, I, I'll do it today. But I, I just, it's always a little odd. And by the way, Rex, it's always the same directors. It's Dooley, it's, it's all our same crew, Coop, all those guys. So I just feel like I'm still there. Scott's presence is still very much in the building. I do feel phantom pain sometimes. When I <laughs> and that's what it is. You're sitting, you're sitting on my spirit. Is that what it is? You're squashing me? Yeah, unbelievable. Spiritless I mean, guy. the office has to be pretty lonely at it. It's, it's basically you and Tracy Morgan's The Zone Jacket. <laughs> well, LG Red is also in the office, but yes, they don't work the those, same hours. That, that garish wardrobe of Dazone is still there. The yellow, there's a gray one as well, silver and black. The bat flip boss trophy. The good news is Rags a lot of his stuff there for a while, so I still had this image like a long lost lover. Right. He would still show up, and we would reunite and reconcile. And his his the, baseball like, card is still in Studio Forty Two, right? You right. Me Once he actually that. threw out all that just gigantic set of papers, which he was doing to taunt the company to prove how wasteful we were yeah we got we got to speak about the papers i mean yes. one of the all-time great moments of the, of the show when it was so funny you, you guys are doing like a yankees angels highlight and then the, the adnan's reading the reading the highlight the shot the shot list and this the, the runner comes in to hand another piece of paper and he's like i'll take that yeah in the middle of it and then <laughs> the, the, they just kept sending out more and more papers and that's when scott did his epic this is our planet rant Every day I'm reading about another climate tragedy, another <laughs> horror, environmental disaster. And, you know, the sea levels are rising. They're eroding the beaches in North Carolina. The, 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 the plastic's not even being recycled. Less than all 10% of plastic has ever been recycled, by the way. Most of it's getting sent to Indonesia and ending up in, in the streets there. And my part in my little small corner of the world, my small patch of Secaucus, even just the stack of papers, the amount of, you know, 17 trees are killed for every one ton of paper. And there must have been at least three tons of paper used during our season of changeup. That's an entire that's an entire meadow. That's Bambi's playground. That's that's, you know, this is valuable habitat. Adnan. that was destroyed. So we can uh, mention, you know, that uh, that 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 Dexter Fowler <laughs> took second. <laughs> The, the worst part rags was this it's one thing if the paper and listen this was an issue at espn it was an issue at and there's always way too much paper being used in scott's right but the problem was this there'd be a third sheet printed which would literally just have the heading so it would say yes. situation result and there'd be nothing else and scott go listen if you want to print multiple copies for me and admin even though we can clearly just hand it to each other fine but the ex that's like printing an essay and then the last page just a blank piece of paper we don't need to do this it's okay just a page number. there's just a page number on it <laughs> It's just, it just a total waste. Just this, page, this page left intentionally blank to frustrate Rogowski. <laughs>
Yeah, it was, it was wild stuff. Adnan, quick question here. Would you rather be Paul DeJong or DJ Pauly Day? Uh, well, I think DJ Pauly D, because that guy's an absolute animal. I mean, Joe is definitely a fan. I'm playing the Joe's <laughs> fan base here, okay? He gave us, he gave us what a shout out. And he gave us not only a retweet, but he gave us an Instagram story, Sharon. Yes. I never expected DJ Pauly D, huge fan of you, know I'm right. That was that was a great segment, but I, 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 we were lucky I was able to tweet that out because remember there were some times where I was on a strict zero tweet per night limit because of a big fight. And we had to do a segment. Who's better on uh, a, a tweeting? Nick, Alex Fragment or Nick Durst? About the amount of the amount of tweets that he would uh, he was allowed to send out. He would text me in the middle of the night, um, in the middle of the when you guys were working, and he would be like, "Oh, I'm on my third tweet. Oh, I only got one more to go." We only have what five games left. <laughs> to, to be fair, Durst, you were coming off TJ surgery. They, they had you on a strict tweet count. Yeah, a ca- it was an character count, and we didn't we didn't even ease you back into it. I wanted to watch the arthritis. Uh, I get it. Yeah. And that and that after I left because Ak and Barack had an Instagram. You guys finally got an Instagram account. I go by the name of Ak, and I'm Barack the boxing bully. And that was that, that made a lot oh, of sense. Oh man. Okay, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the fact that. So look, Durst, you're coming into this. I appreciate the enthusiasm you're bringing here. But I think we're maybe going over the heads of some people listening. Maybe yeah. we should take a step back we'll inside a little bit. Set, <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should set the, I don't know. You know, I realized that well, we, we had, what, eight, eight and a half million people watch every night? Is that, was that what it was? Uh, I think it was 8.2, but sure, among 8. friends, 8.2 are on average. Yeah. And you had, you had a huge million. fan in Canada who couldn't even get the show, that, that girl Amanda, who would tweet <laughs> you guys every 10 seconds. But maybe we should just step back and explain what, what we're talking about here and, and how we all know each other. It was change, up. change up, changing up the game, changing the way you watch baseball. Change up on the zone. If anybody listening has heard of this, please tweet us or email me, as I would <laughs> generally say during those. I gave out my email address on air several times in the yeah. hopes, you know, I thought, listen, we're asking people to tweet us. We're not getting any tweets. Maybe not everyone has Twitter, to be fair. Right. So we all have email. You cannot. I sent my email out there and still no emails coming. But we got I got a few emails one night. I, I wanted two or three. Cease and desist the email you got from Logan, the executive producer. <laughs> Skipper was emailing me. What the hell are you doing? And it was uh we 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 tried it, tried it. Just just a, a capsule synopsis here. It was a a baseball show, a live whip around show on a new network called the Zone, an OTT service, $20 a month, great deal. <laughs> $20 a month to catch what you can pretty much watch on MLB Network, quick pitch. Um, but you got me and Adnan and Tony and Lauren, the chemistry with Tony and Lauren. And, oh, you know, and Nick Durst. And, Nick, and, and the Cespedes guys. a huge Cespedes guy. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, Jake and Jordan. They were the real marquees on the weekend. But, but, but Nick, you were the social media coordinator. And for this show, for the first three months, four months, we didn't have a Twitter account. <laughs> no, nope. we didn't have an Instagram account ever. Do we ever get an Instagram account? I think you I had one so. like at the All Star break, you guys. Yeah, made, the All Star break. Yeah, yeah. right. So good, good halfway through the season before we even had any social media press. But yet you were there, I guess, tweeting into the oblivion, <laughs> tweeting on the change up under the, on the zone underscore USA, and make sure you use the hashtag change up on the zone. <laughs> Every single well, they were, tweet. They even, they even had limits, Fred. They would tell you, not just the limits, they'd say, okay, include an emoji in every tweet. And had really emoji like, had to be there. What the hell's it? You know what? This emoji's really going to gain some traction here. Well, I mean, it works It works sometimes because they don't want to, instead of doing like the at the person at the beginning, you got to do with the emoji. Then we do at Adnan Verk says, Buffalo mac and cheese is horrendous. 
get some viral <laughs> clips there. But I mean, a lot of the show is being watched through social media, uh, except for Joe Rivera, who was watching, who was locked in, watching every single segment, <laughs> texting, text, tweeting you guys throughout the show. He was the number one fan, I think. No, that's just it. We, we would have had more viewers had we just used our phones and live streamed on to Instagram, to our Instagram accounts had between right. you and me. Well, that's it, because the other social media guys would get upset because they would tweet something I'd retweet they go, why is it Scott retweeting it? And I would say, well, why is it on Scott's onus to just get any sort of public? If we're just relying on our Twitter account right. for anyone to watch this, then Rags is right. We should have just been streaming it the whole time. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I think, I think I think eventually Scott's going to launch a new show called Curveball off the zone and run it his way. Maybe it'll go on his YouTube page. Uh, it, could, it, could, it has potential, but it's a real shame the pandemic screwed things over. And, you know, yes, RIP. RIP, the force, the force majeure Listen, league. We did have some great segments, though, Fred. Like for anybody who was watching, you know, Sincerely Yours was the brainchild of Scott, which was as an avid baseball card collector. He, he actually... He reburnished my love of cards. So right. I bought all my cards. My like, God, what is this worth? And he told me basically nothing. You can't even all get right. a pit for this crap. This is all from the 90s. I got all the 91 Donruss. I got you. This is worthless. 89 Upper Deck, worthless. So what he did is he would like write inscriptions to me. It's very generous of him to reach out to players on my behalf and say, hey, can you sign a couple of cards for my buddy Admin? That segment needs to be brought back somewhere. It was an absolute. Right. We all, we all know Scott worked the tops, and and then twenty twenty trading cards explodes. I mean, he was he was hunting right. down Austin Riley. Bit, he's bidding on Austin Riley. You uh, card oh, in the middle of the show. Uh, listen, and, listen. I, we're a year too early on this. Had we had the, had had this show been happening now, and in your eighty nine upper deck, I hate to break it to you, but it's probably three X was when no, I told you. <laughs> Even without the Griffey rookie, it's still more the Griffey rookie. Okay. There, there, there's, there's still a, I think there's still a Todd Van Poppel rookie in there. That people, <laughs> people are rediscovering their love of Todd Van Poppel in the pandemic. But, right. Scott, but you, know, still listen, that, you still have that damn Plesac, uh Toronto Blue Jays jacket, or did you flip that on Quiz? Oh, I, 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 um, that stays with me. I'm going to be buried in that Brewers. Plesac loved the show, guy. for the record. Plesac was huge fans of ours. He's still asking super, about right. Super nice guy. But, yeah. but, you know, I was actually doing this. I was... Before everyone, the whole world got into card flipping and prospecting, we were watching the shows live. We had inside information, at Nan. We'd be yeah. getting news alert: Casey Mize in Double A just threw a no hitter. Okay, I'm buying, I'm buying Casey Mize autograph card right now. Yeah, you know I bought it forty, flipped it for a hundred. Alec Bohm, you know, in Mountcastle, we're hearing about these guys coming up. We only, we got all those stats and right. everything. I, I one was of the, one of the best part is I actually made a good return on those. Chair. One that I used to come in and sneak in and hang out with. What was his name? Who? Oh, Your Matt Orso. Yeah, Orso. Yeah, Orso. Yeah, Orso. The guy was just pounding Dunkin' Donuts and McDonald's throughout the show. It's just like do a Zena Warrior. Always had, yeah, always had a McDonald's cup next to him when I was always sneaking in. Yeah. <laughs> Good times on the show, but no, no one will ever know. But audience, Skipper came in the studio. I mean, he and, and I think Adney was like, "What did you? What do you like about the show?" He's like, "Oh, everything. <laughs> everything is great." <laughs> It's like the Lego movie. Everything is awesome. I'm like, all right, great. Everything's awesome. And I said, what are the numbers like? And he told me the numbers. And I said, oh, man. Because we, we thought this was going to be a tool to attract people. Instead, it's more retention. I'm like, okay, we're just trying to retain the right. audience we have. Rather and than then, I, think, yeah. I think in April, I said, you guys should do a, one show for free on Facebook. And then I think maybe September, you did a free show on Twitter. And you, like, tripled the audience retention. So. Well, that's exactly it. I mean. I really, I don't know about you, and then you're still there, right? You're still involved. You're 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 hired with MLB, so you're 
still in the mix and maybe maybe the absence hasn't struck COVID-19 is still around but that doesn't mean the army ROTC programs are not there for you earn scholarships for school and pursue the career you want the leadership developing army ROTC classes will give any full-time student the focus and resources that can open doors down the road start sharpening the skills that will carve out your future today learn how at goarmy.com ROTC Army ROTC, now accepting college scholarship applications. Visit GoArmy.com slash money for college. The way it has me, but I've had a lot of time to reflect on this whole thing. And look, it was honestly a dream job to get in there. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden, my first day, I'm bumping into Pedro Martinez coming out of the men's room. <laughs> Are you kidding me? This is a Hall of Fame. So we got Hall of Fame urinals. Oh, my God. It's he's so cool. He's so funny. Hall of Fame urinals. No, but like. No, I mean, I mean, Smoltz and and, and Lar and Sean Casey. Uh, Brian Dempster, these guys, that, that, that a great guy. Yeah. I just, I just remember, I remember getting hired, and then two days later, starting the job. I walk into the production meeting. I sit next to Scott. I text my wife. I'm sitting next to Scott Rogowski. She freaks out. She's like, I can't believe this. What is he doing there? I said, I have no idea. They didn't tell me who the hosts were. Just walked in the room, and then, what you know, we took off. Uh, if there's ever if there's ever a uh, a changeup movie, uh, Nan, who is gonna play you in the changeup movie? Uh, I mean Riz Ahmed. He just got nominated for Sound of Metal. I love Riz. He's the first Muslim actor ever nominated for Best Actor. I think he should follow it up by playing me. I, I, people used to tell me I look a little like Ben Stiller. Dave Patel, I think, is doesn't look like just brown. Like, oh, Dave Patel. I go, no, he doesn't actually look like me. I'll go with Riz Ahmed. Well, obviously, obviously yeah, Chris Chelios. Well, Raj is right. Chris Chelios is the one that I get all the time. Chris Chelios is a great one. Scott would obviously play himself, but Scott, if you were to star in somebody else's life movie, who would you play? Oh boy, if I were going to star in some other person's, uh... it's not who's playing Scott; it's Rags is playing yes. someone else. Right. I, I, I kind of, you know, Drew Carey. The the Drew Carey biopic. <laughs> you got to put a lot of weight on that. <laughs> I yeah, feel like Drew a Carey, Christian Drew Bale. Carey. Yeah. I had to go on Christian Bale's Vice diet. There you go. <laughs> Maybe Jim Carrey. <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I, if I shave my beard, I probably could pull up Jason Biggs. That's a good. I used yeah. to get Jason yeah. Biggs. This is Biggs biopic. I Jason like Biggs definitely. So, so I, mean, I, I always thought that Scott would be perfect as the Riddler in a Batman movie. Well, listen, he always made me laugh a lot, and he has a great laugh himself. So the Riddler is actually, and I can see him being psychotic enough to just push the envelope. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think the Riddler's great. So I just play totally psychotic Riddler, you know, yeah. unhinged Riddler. I love it. Yeah, uh, and you, you could buffer and freeze and, you know, just, just like the old days when you're asking <laughs> trivia questions. S Scott, is it true that you and uh, Wilmer uh, Flores... Sorry to interrupt, Fred. I think it gone, though, but it was fun seeing you guys. I got to go pick up my cut from preschool. Oh, no, and big league in us. Yeah, I'm big, big 20 time. minutes, that's enough. Come on. You guys keep going with Rags. I'll see you soon. All right, we'll, we'll wrap up here. Thanks, Adam. Thank you the stories you give us. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. We'll cut you around episode 200. You'll be back. <laughs> I'll see you guys then. <laughs> the Verk horse. Not so, not, not working so hard today. <laughs> so, but Scott, I wanted to ask you, I, I heard a rumor that you and Wilmer Flores dated the same girl or something along those lines. Is that true? <laughs> um, that's partly true. Uh, partly, perhaps. Sharing the dating, same tears. I don't know. I don't know what... <laughs> I don't know what his, um, let's say this. I can't bash for what his relationship was like with her, but uh, I'm not sure they, I don't, I don't think he whined and dined her <laughs> at Mamas of Kona. Let's put it that way. I don't think he was, I don't think he was. Yeah, I guess, I guess we catch a drift there, but 
Listen, add in uh, big time in us here. He jumps off. Uh, you are freezing here, so. Oh, no. Like, my, uh, is my, my, my connection's unstable, just like uh, my love life and everything else? <laughs> but Wilmer Flores, I should say, we both, you know, apparently he also cried in bed. That's what I hear. Oh, wow. <laughs> just, just. Scott, you've done a lot in your career, but how big of a thrill was it for you to host the, the Coca-Cola Mets pregame Facebook live shows? The Mets Facebook, that, that was, look, I'm talking to Jacob Rame and AJ Ramos. They gave us all the best players. Uh, uh, <laughs> we, we had, no, look, that was great. I talked, Todd Frazier was a guest one time, um, Seth Lugo. You know, it was, it was fun. I mean, I wish, again, I don't know. I just don't know how the, uh, the economics of all this stuff works. So like how they promote it, who's watching it. It was, it was tough to do when you have, they want to make it interactive. And yet I couldn't really see the questions as they were coming in and, you know, interactive content like HQ to me is still the pinnacle of live interactive content. And we try to do it on change up too. change up was live. The Mets pregame show was live, All right? But there needs to be an element of, you know, tapping the screen, answering questions, really interact with the host, right. the audience to really make that work. So the only, the only time you guys were really interactive on change up was when it was a rain delay at city field. And we got word that you guys were live in the stadium. You were just playing to the crowd and you're saying meet yes. the Mets. Those are some of the best times. We, we, I was singing the Mets, you know, meet the Mets songs and, you know, to, to know that you're, you're being seen. I mean, really, it's just about, you have to know that someone's watching. We didn't always get that sense on changeup unless they were broadcasting us at the stadium. <laughs> listen, Scott, I knew you were a star every time I used to sneak in and listen to you talk. Uh, I knew you were a star when I saw on the big screen at Nick's wedding uh, you make the surprise appearance. Yes. Uh, so very clearly you could do live stuff. Very clearly you could do tape stuff. Uh, I want to ask you a serious question though, uh, because I want to know uh, what your end game is, because I think you are uh, really sincerely a, a funny. You're so funny. Great guy. Nick talks about you all the time as he does about Adnan. Can't stop raving about you. Uh, but well, that, that's more that? Nick's problem. He needs to get a life basically. <laughs> I agree. Uh, I Joe, agree. Joe's always raving about LG Red. <laughs> well, who doesn't? Roja. Right. She's a star. She's great. But, but about you, let, let's let's give this back to you. Uh, you know, what, what is ultimately your goal? I mean, do you want to end up uh, maybe having a, a stand-up career? Do you want to maybe be on television? Because I do think you're genuinely funny. And I think you're very good in a very off-the-cuff way, very unique way. Uh, everybody's got to have a unique sense of humor, and you certainly do. So... Uh, what would you like to do? Well, I appreciate that. And it pains me to say this now, but since you brought it up, honestly, my end game is to take your job, kick you off the show and be uh, co-hosting with Nick over here. So, oh. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, look, ultimately it's your fault for bringing it up. I, I, I didn't, I didn't want to have to break it to you this way. But this is your last show. It's 100 shows. It's been fantastic, yes. but you're, Episode you're gone. Episode 101, Nick. Scott's getting the Sklar Brothers for us. So. <laughs> yeah. No, look, man, I mean, I, you know, I'm just happy to, to, uh, to keep exploring the marketplace. I mean, obviously things are changing so much and uh, it's really unfortunate that change up got canceled. All the joking aside, you know, we were signed on for, I was supposed to be doing it right now. We, you know, we were getting ready for our season three and unfortunately that, that went away, but um, you know, I'm a, I'm a free agent right now. I'm definitely entertaining some offers and it's uh, it's exciting because there, there is a lot happening in the live interactive space. If the pandemic, while it certainly closed some doors, you know, as they say, God closes some doors, but those open, other doors open. So 
the changeup door closed, but because of the pandemic, the live interactive space has exploded and more and more companies every week, new companies are being formed to do the types of things that HQ was doing. And I mean, look at your podcast, you know, this was probably launched. Was this pre-pandemic you launched? This this launched, launched in March, last March. So there you, there you go. The I mean, we're now at, at one year. 100 episodes. So, you know, there, there, there's so many new avenues of creativity and people are getting on board and creating those shows. So it's inspiring to see that. And I'm confident that, you know, one of these opportunities I'm looking at right now will, will come into place. I wish I had some to break. This is why I was sort of putting this off, Nick, because I thought I'd have some news to break, but I don't right. quite have it we yet. Had, we, so. had to get, we had to get Sean with that, Dan, though. So it was worth getting Yeah, it, it was uh, worth it. I think you should go on Shark Tank. I mean, I heard you pitch some things to Damon John, so I think uh, oh, you got some great ideas. We're, I, we, my, you know, I'm living with my mom and dad right now as I prepare to move to L.A. in a couple of weeks. But – but we watch Shark Tank every night on CNBC. It's just every night watching at least three episodes of Shark Tank. And it's a great show. It, it, it really is the kind of thing where, you know, you learn. You really, as, as a, someone who wants to start a business, maybe you learn how to approach things, how to push yourself. Um, I, I tried to start a business this past year. I definitely uh, should have watched probably more Shark Tank heading into my pitches because I, I didn't quite do it the right way. And unfortunately, that that's also. I think I think stuff. bring Quiz Daddy's closet to, have to like Shark a Tank. Pandemic show, like with their families. Like for you, it's Shark Tank, and for me, it's a family feud. So yeah, just, just to show you the the, the intelligence gap <laughs> in my house. <laughs> I mean, it's it's hard to say what what is actually more intelligent at this point. You're actually learning about surveys. You're you're learning what the what average America thinks. That's I'm right. learning that, you know, Kevin O'Leary is an asshole. That's what I'm <laughs> no, But I love Damon, man. He's, he's like, he's honestly one of my favorite sharks because he's just, <laughs> the way he kind of approaches, I love that he's like, listen, I don't want to think about this business. I'm out. like, I love right. how honest he is about his own strengths. He's like, he's like, you're making a ton of money. I don't know a goddamn thing about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, it's a great job. Look, I, I want to be part of something. The fact that Damon got in that show, by the way, his his history on that show, I'm sure he's told you the story, Nick, the way he got cast and that, and the whole thing was a total fluke. He told that story when he did My Eyes of Light Night, but um, that's the thing. That's the beauty of life. I mean, there was a guy, he was working with the Kardashians. Damon John was like the manager of the Kardashians before they had their show. And 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 he basically left that to do Shark Tank. You know, either way he would have done all right, <laughs> I guess, but, but it was a fluke. Who knew Shark Tank would be as big as it is now? And and that's the thing. I mean, you know, we thought Changeup would be the next Shark Tank. So th things don't always work been. the way. It could have been. If not for the been. pandemic, Changeup and the XFL would still be riding high, no doubt that's about right. it. That's right. XFL, USFL. I mean, <laughs> when things start, there's a lot of optimism. But ultimately, I'm hoping that uh, the next thing I latch onto could be the next real big thing. And, and I, I am pretty, pretty confident. You know, Jeopardy is looking for a new host. So I haven't heard anything about that. I don't know. I thought Dr. Oz would be hosting. I'd rather Aaron Rodgers. hosting Jeopardy Rodgers. than some of the people that they've brought in to host Jeopardy. Man, is it Scott, since you brought it up, I got to ask you. I mean, because there was a lot of optimism when this started off. Kim and Kanye, no more. Uh, what's more likely, A-Rod and J-Lo get married or Kim gets married first to a new person? I'm thinking Kanye and A-Rod together. <laughs> I think that's Kanye-Rod. Kanye-Rod, I think it's, you know... It's but you put Kanye's face on a dragon and you put A-Rod's face on the centaur and then you make them kiss. That's what you oh, got to do. That's beautiful. And then get that tattoo on your back and Ben Affleck. That's right. Perfect. So, of course, I got, we got to talk Mets real quick because huge Mets fan. 
how relieved are you that Steve Cohen is the owner and not A-Rod and J-Lo? I, I actually think, you know, had A-Rod and J-Lo got the Mets, maybe they'd be state, maybe they'd, they'd still be together. So right. they would have saved their marriage, I think. Yeah, I, I think the Mets broke up. Not only did the Mets break up Chris Benson and his wife, but now they've broken up <laughs> J-Lo and A-Rod. The Mets are home records, man. I, I, I'm, I'm honestly, you know, it, a change of seat was needed. Change of pace was needed. Um, Will Pond's bringing in. You know, was needed, though. What's that? Sorry. I had to do it. Uh, I missed it. I said a change up was. Oh, it, no, no, yeah. Our change. Yeah, I guess it wasn't needed ultimately. But, but you know, Co- Cohen's bringing fresh blood. He's bringing a fresh attitude. I love how active he's been on Twitter until until the Reddit trolls uh, kicked him off, <laughs> shut, shut him down. But he's back on Twitter, and the Pakoda rankings have us winning 96 games and taking the division. I, I don't, frankly, see that happening. I don't know why they have the Braves winning 82 games. Like, to yeah, me, it doesn't Braves, make sense to me. To, and yes. also, I think the Nationals are going to be good this year again, too. I mean, the abbreviated season was kind of like, you know, I, I don't know if the Marlins in a full season would have made the playoffs. Um, and I don't know if the Nationals – granted, I don't know if they turn it around like they did two years ago when they won, but uh, I think that, like, that short stretch was definitely fluky for a couple of teams. Uh, but I definitely do think the Braves and the Mets are the two best teams on paper in the division. Yeah, it's – from a Yankees fan, so that's my unbiased take. It'll be it'll be a battle, man. It'll be it'll be a good division for sure. And you know, you said the Nats are up there, um, and and like the Marlins was that a fluke? I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm just pumped to see Lindor, you know, in a Mets uni. I think he looks good in the orange and blue. And I'm I'm basically considering this this could be the last year of Degrom and Syndergaard together, right? So uh, we yep, have Syndergaard's to uh, a free agent after this year. We, yeah, we got to cherish we got to cherish the season and. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's why I think they should. I'm disappointed they didn't get Springer because I think they could have been a win the World Series this year team with George Springer. But we'll see what the future holds. They have, they need to sign Lindor though. That's because they gave up two good guys for him. You know what? <sighs> Who needs George Springer? Who needs George Springer when you've got Khalil Lee? That's what I say. <laughs> the big trade. I, I, you know, I could have got that intended. Almora, you know, brings to the table. And Pilar, I think, I think, yeah, they're not George Springer level, but Almora, I like, I like what he did in Chicago. I think he's got a lot of talent. I think there's a yeah. lot of talent across the board. I mean, right? Uh, it, it, well, it's 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 a stacked it's a stacked lineup, man. People forget how great your buddy Brandon Nimmo is. I mean, he's going to lead off, and he's going to score a ton of runs this year. He's very underrated. He gets on base. Um, yeah, you know, he his, his his he's consistent. He's consistent in what he does, and if he stays healthy, which has always sort of been his issue. Uh, I think he could, you know, he'll, he'll definitely, he's definitely a catalyst. It's crazy to think that Nimmo is like the veteran now. I mean, right. the guy's, this is like his ninth season with the Mets. It's crazy. Yeah, I've always told Nick, I, I equate Brandon Nimmo, uh, believe it or not, to, to Brett Gardner. I think they're two very similar types of guys. They do very similar types of things. And winning teams have guys like that. Uh, so uh, I like the way he plays. I think he plays really well. I think he's done more than his, his share uh, to at least earn uh, the opportunity to, to be one of the three outfielders uh, very close every day on that team. Amen, brother. Amen. I really appreciate you coming on with us. Thank you for doing this. Adnan, thank you for coming on. Uh, but anyway, uh, let <laughs> us know uh, what the future holds for you. Uh, I know you, you love to do comedy. Uh, I know uh, if you 
continue uh, wanting wanted to do stand-up before you move away to LA. Maybe if you find some opportunities to do some shows, uh, Nick and I would, would love to, to come and watch you live and, and to hang out before you make that move. And, and if you do move to LA, hopefully uh, end up going to the comedy store and, and doing shows out there because I've been there a couple of times. I have a lot of really close friends out there and uh, can't tell you enough good things about that place. It, it's iconic. And yeah, that's what the neck obviously of comedy. And, and if you're a comedy guy, I don't know if you've ever seen the show documentary on that place, but uh, it, it's absolutely tremendous. It's worth the watch. Uh, we wish you all the best in the future. Uh, you two are very dear friends to Nick uh, because you're dear friends to Nick. That makes you friends to me. Uh, uh, not as close, uh, but I know the dynamic between you three is electric. Uh, it's very I, I'm never going to see Adnan or Scott again in person, well, yeah. so I don't say we're that close. This is right. good. I, I didn't get diagnosed with terminal cancer. I'm, this, we're not, I'm not going anywhere. You know? <laughs> but I feel like this is my eulogy here. Thank no, you. No, 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 no. You're, you're not going anywhere. You're going to be around for a long time. Uh, I got one more question now, and you, you guys brought this up before, but how does it make you feel that the stars of what you guys did ended up being the Suspicious Barbecue guys? Because they're the ones who really made out bandits like here at the end. Well, listen, they, they were stars before they joined the show. I mean, they uh, they had been building up their Twitter following for, for years and um, doing stuff on MLB's website. And, and so they came in with, with a lot of experience, and for as young as they are, uh you know there's no doubt in my mind that they were going to be the, the breakouts you know i i don't know how much of what they change up even led to you know they've got this podcast now on on the on the ringer network and uh you know there were I, I don't i honestly don't know if change up led to any of that it was really just what they had the the, the inherent abilities and talents they have and the writing they do and the blogging they do and you know they, they would have been fine without change up um and I'm really excited to. I'm 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 glad to be friends with those guys. I talk to them pretty frequently. We we have a nice little text chain going back and forth. Thomas Pannone is our 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 favorite player, and we're always in the Thomas Pannone and the zone. The Thomas Pannone the zone zone watch. <laughs> we, I tweeted at Tom. I actually got Thomas Pannone to uh, reply to a DM of mine. That was probably one of the highlights of our of our change of tenure. You also uh, DM'd Irvin Santana, but he didn't. Uh, he didn't get back to smell baseball, baby. We got to smell that baseball. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, listen, I, 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 I love those guys. I, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for them, and I think they really, truly are some of the, the, the best talent like in the baseball world right now. For when it comes to comedy and, and uh, reporting, so. Uh, but we, then we got Nick and Joe coming up, coming nipping at their heels now. So it's, it's a crowded field. Let's hope so. No doubt about it. Uh, yeah. Scott, we always give our guests here the last words. If there's anything else you'd like to share with our listeners, go right ahead. Thanks again for doing this with us. Well, I appreciate that. I wish Adnan were here. Maybe we can get Adnan to put this in, in post, Nick. So I'll, I'll, I'll start it and you can get Adnan to record it. Day without baseball is a day wasted. I got it. That's it. Maybe Adnan could come in and, and finish that or, or leave it as is. Whatever you want to do. Mix it up. Also, Mix I, up I, Scott, I hope we get the return of running late one day. You got to get Adnan on the show, of course. And, For sure. Uh, you talk movies. And you. But, and and you. you. All right. You, you guys on there. <laughs> Sounds it's a big good. circle jerk. A circle jerk with a circle vert. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to thank our special guest, uh, of course, Scott Orgowski, who stuck around the whole time. The Vert course, Adnan Vert, who big time us. We do appreciate <laughs> both of these guys for coming on and for Joe Calabrese, I'm Nick Durst. And this has been episode 100 of you. No. Oh, all right. Stick around. We'll see you tomorrow. No, no. no. Yes. <laughs>
Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com.